Have we mentioned on the podcast in the past that you love Puss in Boots? Yeah, we mentioned it last time. We mentioned it in the previous episode, remember, about Avatar, when I was talking about how Avatar was like meh, and then I went to see Puss in Boots 2, and it was amazing. Like, I couldn't believe how good it was. And I was telling you, you should go watch it. And you were like, eh, maybe I'll go and watch it. And now you've seen it too. I have watched it. You weren't the and only it, one. You weren't the only one to say it's amazing. Everyone, yeah, everyone was shocked by how good that film was. Because I have not seen any of the other Puss in Boots stuff. I guess I've seen, you know, Puss in Boots as a side character in Shrek. But YouTube suggested me a bunch of clips of like the first Puss in Boots movie. And it just looks kind of meh. Like it looks kind of uninspired. But like Puss in Boots 2, incredible. Just yes. like totally mind blowing. So we don't recommend that you watch the first one. This recommendation. Well, I don't know. I've not I've not watched it. Who knows? I'm told don't watch the first one. I did I did ask, should I watch the first one first? And said no. Yeah, it's irrelevant, I think. So let's talk about it. Spoilers for Puss in Boots. Spoilers for Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So highlights. Highlights. You know what? So the first 10 minutes is available as, you know, an official upload. I think by, is it Universal? I don't know. It's available as an official upload on YouTube. And I'm going to say again, you know, if you're on the fence about watching it, just watch that first 10 minutes. Because I think that first 10 minutes is really strong. Like, it's so good. I, I still just keep listening to the song from that first bit. He's like... Who's the ghetto who rolls their dice and gambles with his life? Who's never been touched by a blade? Puss in Boots is never afraid. And then he does like this dance. It's like so good. And then it's the setup, right? Because he, he's never been touched by a blade. And then the wolf shows up and he's like, oh, could you sign this poster for me? And it's like a, a wanted dead or alive poster. And he's tapping on dead. And then he has obviously the fight with the wolf. And the wolf cuts him with the sickle and, you know, he just experiences fear for the first time. And he's like, has a panic attack and all his like fur, like, you know, stands on end and he just, he just runs, you know, he doesn't know how to deal with it. He realizes it's for real now. It's his last life. That's really good. What, what did you like? I mean, there's so many good things in this film. Oh, I love the whole journey. The whole, he runs away from... From the wolf, and then he set, he goes to what, what's the lady's house? Oh, it's like Lady Luna's home for like geriatric cats or something. I don't. Know. That was beautiful because I've come to a moment where I love the whole how he just conformed to the to the pack. Is the pack the right word? Yeah. What what is a group of cats called? I I can't remember the word for it, but yeah. And basically, the collective he, noun for a load of cats. He ends up being quite pathetic, which was really cool, I thought. Well, I think he starts out not being right, yeah. but then she just keeps spraying him until he becomes really lame. Yeah. He just accepts it. And it just showed me how it really sort of, what's the right word? I want to say articulate, but in, do it in a visual form. <laughs> what, you just like conform to your surroundings. It showed that, you, you know, when you conform, you can easily conform to your surroundings. Yeah. It's easy to become really lame. Yeah, exactly that. But it showed <laughs> that it did that really I'm, well. I might be channeling my own self-experience here. I'm just saying, you know. And then the last, I know the whole journey through the, I don't even know what, what map it is. The map 
The like yeah, the the map to the wishing star. The wishing star, yeah. I, I just think it's really good. It's like it's also it's not just like good guys and bad guys and whatever, right? There's just like so many characters who all have their own slightly mad motivations and are doing crazy stuff. Like, you know, there's Goldilocks and the three bears, and then is it like is it like the dad bear a cockney or something? I think are they all cockneys? And he's like, roll out the barrel or something, you know, he's playing the piano. <laughs> Because you think he's just going to like smash the keys and he, he actually yeah. does this really good like. Oh dear. Yeah. And Kitty soft paws. Like she, you know, she wants the wish. He wants the wish. The wolf is hunting him. The wolf is actually death. Right. Not figuratively or metaphorically or any other kind of fancy word. Just like literally death. And he's got the two sickles instead of a scythe, which is cool. Like it's all just is really cool. And of course, Perito, who's like the most wholesome character ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, it's really funny. And they put me in this sock and they put a rock at the bottom and then they threw me in a river. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> what? And he's like, I'm going to be a therapy dog. And then later on, yeah. <laughs> when Puss in Boots has like the panic attack or the anxiety attack and he's just like hyperventilating and Perito just like puts his head on his stomach, you know, and it's just like, oh, no calms his breathing yeah so parallels with your experiences oh dear yeah i feel like i didn't learn at all i feel like obviously you know you can see parallels to your own life in anything right but like in some (laughs) things more than others obviously i can't help but feel like yeah i watched this movie and i was like wow i didn't learn anything at all it's like it's like the bell fell on me and then I went to the retirement home and became really lame. And then I just wished for a corporate job again. <laughs> you know, I didn't learn at all. What? I should have got a therapy dog. I should have got a therapy dog and had adventures. <laughs> it's re- really interesting. It's really interesting. Because when you told me to watch Puss in Boots, I thought Mike thinks he's down to his last life. I mean, I am. <laughs> you know, in reality... Yeah, I mean, in reality, right, you only get one. Yeah, but before we felt like we had multiple. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I've got, I don't think I've got much more in me. Should I be saying this publicly? You know, like, oh dear. I think if I, I think if I die another corporate death, that's it. I'm not going to go back again. I'm saying this now, right? Like, I probably will, who knows? I think the problem is, is that you associated your, your sabbatical with, being lame yeah that's the thing my, my sabbatical was like the the old cat's home it shouldn't have been there it wasn't like the journey to the wishing star Exa- exactly uh, there was covid i blame freaking covid so as a as a dad it's really easy to settle into an easy life so puss in boots told me can't, not just yet not just yet not just yet yeah I don't know. Well, the doctor asks Puss as well, right? Do you have anyone special? Are you going to settle down? And he's just like, I was too busy adventuring. But is that the moral of the story? You're like, you're like Puss in Boots at the end, maybe. No, 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 maybe. No, no, no. Okay, fine. Is that what you tell people now? You're too busy adventuring? Oh, if I, yeah, I guess that's, that, maybe that is the way to look at it. That is the Puss in Boots story, right? Yeah. 
the, if I'm if I'm metaphorically aligning the corporate job to Puss in Boots's previous life. But he had a bunch where he was gambling and drinking as well, right? So <laughs> metaphorically, metaphorically. Anyway, no, go on. You have one more thing. Well, we haven't talked about Jack Horner. I don't know. What does Jack Horner represent? He's he's like the unsympathetic villain. He is the villain. Yeah. I mean, there's loads of villains. The wolf's the villain. Goldilocks and three bears are villains. But Jack Horner is the true villain. Yeah. Jack, Jack Horner is the one that has like no redeeming qualities. <laughs> no. I think you need that for a kid's movie. You've talked yeah, about it like it's a, it's, a, it's a movie for adults. It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie too. Well, I think, yeah, everything's for everyone these days. You know, the most, the most successful stuff has got a little bit for everybody. It's like Bluey. Have you watched Bluey? I've watched a lot of Bluey. People keep talking about how great Bluey is as well. Like, I think whatever YouTube rabbit hole I went down with the Puss in Boots 2 stuff also just kept showing me loads of Bluey stuff. It was like, if you liked Puss in Boots 2, you'll love Bluey. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. It does seem better than Peppa Pig. Like, what on earth is up with Peppa Pig? Why is it so popular? Because it's simple. Captures the simplicity of British culture and life. Because they've got British accents as well. Everyone wants... The simplicity of British culture. <laughs> There's a simple answer for everything. Stop the boats! Is that, is that it? But interestingly, I think people do watch Peppa Pig for the accent. <laughs> okay. Because everyone wants to speak like us. Do, do they really? If you're in Hong Kong, everyone is pushing Peppa Pig on their kids because they want, they want them to sound like... Uh, like you. Oh, they want the traditional British accent. Yeah. You know, where we intentionally mispronounce things versus the world. We, we I say you. <laughs> we, I say, what? Thanks. Thanks. You just have to say Z a lot. Just, just try and work as many Zs into conversation as possible, just to really hammer it home. <laughs>